happy Monday! Welcome to another week of Makeup Masking Murder. I am so excited about my guest, guys. I feel like my love for podcasts began with this woman. So, really? yes! Yay. So, welcome Becky Yokestetter, my cousin. Abs. My soul sister. Soul sister. Soul cousin. Soul sister. Sister cousin. All the things. You know what we should do? We have a couple really epic pictures of us. Oh, yeah. They're... So, I used to nanny you mm-hmm. back in the day. And we have this great picture of me with really big bangs <laughs> and Abby with giant chubby cheeks. So, like Perfect. the cutest picture we'll post on the planet. I and then that. I have the picture of you tending my Millie when she was a baby. Oh, yeah. And she looks, she's, she's sobbing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I forgot remember. about that picture. You need to send that to me. I don't think I have it on my, like, I lost it somewhere along the way. I totally forgot. <laughs> Just screaming. Yeah, she was not pleased. No. <laughs> I was like, I don't think, she, I don't think she's as content with me as I was with you. <laughs> No, I just have to say, like, one of my favorite things of becoming, like, an adult is, you know, the relationships I formed with, like, you and Heather and all my cousins. It's fun being one of the adult cousins now and actually getting to know you guys. And I think that kind of started with me I know. I've always been closer to your older sisters. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really once you started doing my hair and we mm-hmm. got to know each other better yeah. it's not like we didn't know each other no but, on but a it's deeper like level but it was like I was 18 and you were like yeah. 20 like you know what I mean or... I know I'm a lot older than you I get it I'm yeah. not... it's fine <laughs> no it's fine we just it's I don't know me I was doing Jenna's hair the other day and we were talking about how it's kind of like like she was like well you were in the second family you know what I mean because yeah. there is yeah. a big gap between mm-hmm. me and Allie and Jenna so. yeah definitely so yeah, but but I love hair appointments with you now because we always have a million things to talk true about, true crime, <laughs> creepy things to talk about, mm-hmm. and and yeah, now we get to do it right now. Yeah, and you always show me the best things, like my new addiction, Alexandra Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was. I was like, what is she gonna say? She got this like, lie look on her face. <laughs> I've been planning saying that for like four days. Oh, I've been so excited. <laughs> Just yeah. you, like, uh, we're going to get into that. So we'll Are just, we? Good. We'll just Good. start out. So we're just going to talk about Hamilton Basically. today. In case you've been living under a rock like my beautiful cousin Abby has been for help. The problem with me is that honestly, things kind of have to be my idea for me to get into them. Not always. It's a character flaw for sure. But I'll be like, people will recommend things. And I'm like, sweet. But then when I like finally, like Mindhunter, it took me forever to get into it. And yeah. when I finally was like, I want to watch Mindhunter. Oh, okay. I will watch it I'll now. watch it. No of one course. else has told me. Well, yeah. no, I'll give you, I'll give the credit. I just won't do it <laughs> until I decide I like am into it, which I'm sorry. But I, my life has changed. I'm I also sorry. think like things come into life at the right time, right? Yep. Like me ugly yep. crying to Hamilton and sending you voice memos <laughs> one day, just bawling my eyes out. Yeah, yeah. So good, though. Yeah, it came into my life right at the last big election. Yeah. yeah. And when I had to turn off the news, yeah, I just listened to Hamilton. It's so good. And I cried. It's so good. And cried. I can't wait to see it. I tried oh. to get tickets for it in New York. Yeah. But my flight... So I the only day I'd be able to see it is Sunday, and my mm. flight gets in at 3, and 3 is when their last show starts. Dope. <laughs> I'm so sad, but I'll go one of these days. I need to see it again. I'll, can we go together? Uh, yeah. We need to do another girls trip. Uh, yeah. New York. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Plan. Next year. Cousins are the best. They are. We went on a, um, a girls trip to Vegas to, <laughs> to go. To see My Favorite Murder. Yeah, My Favorite Murder. Yeah. Abby and I were, were saying to each other, oh, 
we should go. Let's just go see it in Vegas, and we'll put it out to your sisters and my sister and see if yeah. anyone wants to come. And, and Arizona next, cousins. Yeah, and our Arizona. And next thing we know, we've got a big trip, a huge group of ladies <sighs> to see my so favorite fun. murder life. Okay, let's let's do the product spotlight because we're we can just go into all of this. So. Um, I think I've used this on you before, but this is the Oribe Dried Texturizing Spray. Mm. Um, it's a texture spray for your hair. You use it after you curl. And honestly, like, I think it's good for all hair textures. It's not super heavy, but basically, you know when you curl your hair and it kind of all becomes one as I clap, but uh, yeah. it gets, like, yeah. really one, flat. One big, one big curl. One curl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That hand motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this kind of helps, like, separate that, but it's, it's a really light product, which I like, so it doesn't, because some texturizing sprays get really stiff. Um, yeah. It's just a great product. I'll use it on you. Um, I, so I haven't listened to the, your last week's episode, but Mm -hmm. I saw on your Instagram that someone recommended the ordinary, the face serum stuff. Yeah. Did you recommend that? Or did Um, you Cammy did, but I also use some of their stuff. I, I had just bought that and I've been using it. I'm, I don't really remember what it's supposed to do, but I feel (laughs) feel like I'm like my skin's looking more even toned and anyway. Is it, was it the, cause they're a whole line. Was it the one she posted? It's the exact one one she posted. Okay. So I haven't tried that, but I'm glad to hear another person. Well, I'm not sure what it's supposed to do, but it has something really special in it. If you guys want to know what it's supposed to do, go look it up. Google it. Google it. Yeah. Google everything. Okay. So yeah, what's your product? Uh, so I haven't used it for a while, but um, the Rodan and Fields Lash Boost. Okay. I've actually heard amazing things. You guys. I don't have many eyelashes. I'm um, like looking at them right now. I feel like you have eyelashes. They're long. Because I've because used the serum. Yes. So I've never, ever done lash extensions. Mm-hmm. I personally can't stand the way that they look. On yeah. people i'm so yeah. sorry that's rude no you no, all no. look beautiful no. they just there's look like over. a fine line though like i think the person who heather went to mm-hmm. hers looked really natural i didn't even yeah. know she had lash extensions for but there are some people where you're like you look like the it's like the mammoth can... from sesame <laughs> street snuffle up at the mammoth Yes, it's like every contestant on The Bachelor, right? Oh, they cool. all have these crazy eyelashes. I want to know who's coming in to give them fills. I don't know. Make do so much freaking oh, money. Gosh, that's so. Anyway, like if you don't want to do that, this lash serum, you have to use it regularly, I think, yeah. for like three months. But there was one day when I was putting on my mascara, I was like, fuck, what the heck? My eyelashes are so long, like I significantly longer. Does it make them thicker too? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, I, I mean, I haven't used it in like a year and I, oh. I kind of did that on purpose because I wanted to see if they would like fall out <laughs> fall out or shrink yeah shrink no they look great. back into my do you feel like they have a lessened a little though I mean just growth patterns like maybe I think they guys look great. I don't pay a lot of attention to my eyelashes but I'm glad that they're it works and I know that there are you don't have to listen Rodan and Fields ladies I don't need to be your new spokesperson this does not mean I want to jump in on like become a salesman of this I don't I just really really liked that product and I know you can get other lash serums that do very similar things for a lot less money I think this was like 150 ish no it was super expensive how long did it last I still have some in my bottle oh Mm -hmm. um have you ever used babe lash no and I'm assuming it's the same thing. Honestly, people would ask me all the time if I had eyelash extensions yeah. when I had it. I'm going to buy you one, and you're going to have to compare and tell me if you like okay. it as much. You're like, okay, sure. Okay. But it's, I mean, with 
clients plug your ears with my <laughs> discount it's only like 35 dollars. oh yeah yeah, I would totally, I would totally do that. Anyway, I was, I'm I was kidding, floored. Fine, so I love you. <laughs> just the business. Yeah. I was floored. I was floored by it. I couldn't believe how different my eyelashes looked. Yeah. So hooray yeah. for that. Okay, awesome. That's my. Um, I do have another question about Rodan Field. So, did you have to like buy in to get that one product, or no. can you just buy? No, okay. I bought because <clears throat> I didn't know. Are they an MLM or just yep. like a? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well. Or more like a direct, direct sales. sales. Okay, yeah. I don't Which think they're, you can usually I don't think buy MLM. their own product. Right, okay. right, yeah. Cool. cool, good to know. So I haven't loved their other products, their face products, yeah. but... I know my mom uses some and she likes them, but I think it's like... Like, I know she uses, like, Glossier's cleanser with maybe, like, one of their serums. Yeah. And likes yeah. the combination. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I also am such a person that I don't use everything from one line. Mm-hmm. And I think that's most people. Cause I, so I... When I was a teenager and in my early 20s, I started using Proactive on my skin because yeah. I had really I can, terrible I could acne. smell it when you said that. You just <laughs> smell of it. Totally. <laughs> but it worked. Like, yeah. for the first time in my life, I had clear skin. So mm-hmm. that's what actually made me trust Rodan and Fields because they're the ones that developed Proactive. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so, cool. So, anyway. Is Proactive still around? Yep. And I just got, like, the grown-up version of it, and I didn't not love it. Good. No. Dang. No. I just so. remember seeing, like, the booths at the mall and... I used it too. It was great, but yeah, I can literally smell it. Like, yep. Think about it. Yep. Mm. Awesome. And it would. And it. Remember how it would um, bleach all of your towels. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I remember my mom was like, "We're only buying white towels from now yep. on and going down." Because I feel like it was before I like started washing my face and stuff, going down and seeing Allie and Jenna's towels just like <laughs> just destroyed, just by bright it. orange. <laughs> so funny. Oh man. So funny. Okay. okay. Well, back to what we what we really love so murder murder and hamilton (laughs) murder and musicals oh okay so what was the first like true crime case that caught your eye lori hacking oh my gosh I was here i was here so i was working at the christmas box house um yeah i was married to Jason. Yeah. And there's this story of this girl that goes running up City Creek Canyon and goes missing. And her husband, Mark Hacking, claims that she's missing, had nothing to do with it. And there's this big hubbub about it. And then it comes out, of course, that he was basically like leading a double life of sorts. I think he claimed he was in medical school and he wasn't. And he murdered her and like took her out in a um, mattress and yeah. took her to the dump. And, I remember mm-hmm. seeing a video clip of, like, the mattress in the dumpster. Yeah, like, they, did a huge, they, they did, did a huge search of the dump always, to find her. And yeah. tell me that, and maybe it was just, because I was pretty young when this happened, but uh-huh. when Lori Hacking, Elizabeth Smart, and Susan Powell, were those not all in similar timelines? Uh, so Elizabeth Smart was first, mm-hmm. um, and then Lori Hacking, and then I think and then it Susan wasn't. Powell was it maybe wasn't, a couple years later. It was later. It was like I no. Just, that what year was she? Two thousand nine. I think two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Two thousand. So yeah, 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 very close. So anyway, um, here's the creepy part. I was sitting on the couch because I was pretty riveted to the news at that point. Yeah. And when it came out that Mark had lied about going to school and everything that he'd done, um, my husband and we were newlyweds. We were maybe married like eighteen months. He put his arms around me and very uncharacteristically was very emotional and said, I just want you to know I would never hurt you. 
I would never hurt you like that. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and said, well, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, thanks. Weird. But in my personal life, story came out several months later that he was lying about going to school. And that yeah. was the beginning of the unraveling of our yeah. marriage. But um, so it was really... I saw a lot of parallels, minus the murder. <laughs> well, yeah. you're here yeah. today. But that there, wouldn't have happened. Right, right. But so when I was working at Christmas Box House, Lori Hacking's mom, Thelma, mm-hmm. um, wanted to come and put up a Christmas tree in the lobby in memory of her daughter, Lori. Oh, so I didn't Thelma know this. and I became very close. At oh that my time. gosh! Oh yeah, have I never told you? No. This? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So she Small knew. City. She knew what was going on, and she, of course, was very um, encouraging me to be very, very cautious yeah. in my marriage because of yeah. that. Obviously, she was yeah. very stricken with grief, and it was it was horrible. But that was that was kind of the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Smart was super fascinating to yeah. me. She was kidnapped two days before Jason and I got married. So that was all over the news. When we were driving on our honeymoon up to the Northwest, every single gas station we stopped at had flyers for Elizabeth Smart. And I remember thinking, my goodness, this is really spread like wildfire. And now, of course, it's of a whole different world with social media. So yeah, um, it's crazy. And then I went through a phase where I just tuned out all local true crime stuff. Like I got really into just like politics and national and international news. And I thought, I don't need to hear about... House fires and murders, and now yeah. now I'm 100 percent on Back board on the horse. <laughs> now I have to Back know. Back on the bottle. Well, in the in the most recent was the the Mackenzie Lewick case. Well, me and you, I, we were texting. Remember, I was at the ranch, had no reception, <laughs> and I'd be like, Becky, Becky, send me this article because I can't like open it, like and screenshot yeah, things. And, and like, now I've become the girl that before they released information on him as a suspect. I knew who hit the suspect was because of Reddit and all of these, yeah. like this, oh, the, yeah. the underlings of the internet. The, the yeah. Airbnb, the... Yep. yep. <sighs> yeah. I told you about... Uh, okay, so if you haven't read about Mackenzie Lewick, go read about it. It was horrible, though. It's she horrible. was just... Horrible. Seriously, an innocent bystander who... He was just waiting for someone. If they wouldn't have caught him, he would have been a serial killer. No doubt in my mind. Do you think that her, she was just circumstance, or do you think he planned her specifically i think maybe he was just looking for someone and they started talking yeah you know what i mean yeah Um, well her and then the other the other university of utah student who was killed what six months before her lauren mccluskey yeah well that was by she had a boyfriend a a guy she had dated had dated and he lied about his age and Lied about his age, was convicted felon. sex offender, oh, felon, yeah. like horrifying. Well, and like lied about his age to the point where he's like, I'm like 25 and he was like 45. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to Mackenzie Lewick, yeah. I just remember, I don't remember what I was going to say. I don't oh, know. It was I'll remember. just I, it was finding just, out about everything earlier and now. Oh, oh, yeah. I was going to say the Airbnb. Remember how we were like, it could be this guy. And I went and looked at the Airbnb and some guy commented. I slept and, like the dead here uh, yeah. or you something crazy. I slept yeah. like the dead. So then we go to that poor guy. I think just really shows <laughs> his words very poorly. Yeah. Like, I think they took it off because he was like, I really had nothing to do with this. And I saw people on Reddit like going after that guy too. And in yeah. the MFM Facebook group. Yeah. And yeah. But yeah, we've just, that's, I feel like that's something that really connected us. And, and honestly... Utah is bananas, you guys. Utah yeah. has 
a lot of crazy, yeah. crazy. And then everyone knows someone connected to it. Yeah. I think that makes it even crazier because yep. it's everyone's related. Yeah. Not not like related, but knows someone who knows. Like I found out that I was at the same Halloween party as Mackenzie Lewick last year. Did I tell you that? Mm-hmm. And it's just so sad. Just yeah. I feel so bad for her family and friends mm-hmm. and for her and it was just horrible circumstance. But I'm yeah. glad he's is he locked up? Have you been watching the trial? Oh, he's locked up. I don't think they've released everything yet. I think they're still a lot. We don't trying know. to figure out what exactly he did and what the charges were. They're pretty quiet about it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like it. There was like two weeks where everything was just pouring out, and we were just going back and forth. And mm-hmm. then there was what, like two months, maybe a month ago, where I think you texted me and they, they found found her body, or no, when they found like child porn on his oh yeah of course yeah what a dick <laughs> sorry <laughs> but no he is that's that's me keeping my language together <laughs> just so, so you know i would like to use other very stronger strong choice words, words to describe him no but yeah this um so yeah I, I i've always paid attention to those things and then the you know tv shows and podcasts and things mm-hmm. people started to pick up on yeah this sub group of people that really are interested in true crime and now I kind of feel like I missed my true calling of being a detective I know right (laughs) no I'd actually think I'd be Um, terrible at it do you know what I wanted to be when I grew up there were three things (laughs) no but I can't wait tell me actress of course singer of course actually therefore actress and singer go to one okay baker (laughs) coroner coroner (laughs) really yes See, that's where I draw the line. Um, I was just telling Seth this. He said, I said, I would love to do this work. I can't remember what we were watching, Mindhunter or something. He said, but yeah, could you actually like go into a crime scene and see a body? And I thought, "Mm, yeah, probably not. See, and I think I think maybe more the appeal with me was just figuring it out. So it's like if it came down to it, it probably wouldn't have because I don't I don't know. I was super into like body world and stuff though. Like I yeah. thought it was so cool and so fascinating, but I don't know. I don't know. I will tell you the TV show that got me going on yeah, true crime. Me. Not true crime. 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 Broadchurch. I have never watched that. Abby. What is it on? Uh Netflix. It's BBC. So it David is? Tennant yeah. and Olivia. How have I Coleman, sorry, I didn't want to say the, the wrong Olivia. Yeah. Oh my gosh, brilliant. Okay. Tonight, going home. Okay. Have you told me about this one? Yes. I'm sorry. I feel like we talk about a lot of we shows. We do. We should just, I'll make you a list. We'll just put this list out to the world. And then, so much and then um, the O.J. Simpson TV show too. Oh my gosh. That was... John Travolta. <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> I just remember us. Is that how we look now? How we look is now? this what Scientology does to a face? I don't understand what's happening. Oh my god. It was crazy. No, I he does not look that crazy but in real he, life. He does look a little crazy. Well, he is a little crazy. Yeah. He's a- um, <laughs> so I was in seventh grade mm-hmm. when all of the OJ Simpson stuff went down. Yeah. Like, we watched The Verdict in class. Are you for real? Oh, yeah. Everyone did. I mean, that was just, that was life. Yeah. Um, but, but I didn't, obviously I didn't care uh, that much about mm. the in and outs of the case. Well, so it was grade. fascinating to watch that. And now listening to. You're talking about OJ versus the people. Yes. On Netflix, the people right? versus OJ or, Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. <laughs> and so then sorry, my throat. 
but the podcast, the podcast, the Kim Goldman, the confronting OJ, confronting OJ Simpson. Have you have you listened to it? So yet? So I've listened. I haven't listened to all of it yet, but I'm really enjoying it. I it is pretty emotional though. So it's, I've kind of been taking my time. Like yeah. the first episode when her dad was talking about them finding out, I was in my car crying. Yeah, like it's yeah. really really sad so for those of you who don't know kim goldman is ron goldman's sister so yeah. the other man that was with you all know right yeah. or are they your age and they don't know there's a combo okay <laughs> so, well. but no i do feel like because i didn't know anything about oj simpson because mm-hmm. it happened the year i was born oh my gosh <laughs> abby oh i just remembered one of my favorite abby stories kate i was talking about confronting oj simpson and i said something no no, no the show oh sorry yeah yeah but I said to you, oh, O.J. Simpson. And you said, what's O.J. Simpson? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Like, what just, what do you mean? And I said, the guy, the the football player that killed us. And my face is just the. (sighs) I think I went home and watched it immediately. You did. You did. Me and Britton loved that series. It was brilliant. They did a really good job. So if you. That's how I felt old. That was one of your family. But you family. were really young when you watched it. Huh? Or you were really young when it was happening. Oh, of course. And of course, I know. It just, it like puts into harsh perspective <laughs> <laughs> that there are. Um, I there's also, like a whole group of people that don't even yeah. know about him. Also, um, this isn't, well, this is kind of crime. What's, oh, Mar- that movie is Margot Robbie. What is it called? The Ice Skating. Tanya, oh, oh, yes. oh my gosh. <laughs> me finding out about that. The Tanya that Harding years, one. I was born too. But yeah. I love that movie. That's gosh, she movie. missed some really crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> At least their podcast shows catch me up now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Anyway, um, OJ Simpson's the worst human. Yeah. I hate him. So do you think that, t- so I texted Becky this morning because we're in this group and I saw you commented on it. Oh yeah. We're in this Facebook group and there was a tweet, which, you know, I'm going to pull it up. So it's accurate. Yeah. I was, I was going to make sure you had it pulled up. Yeah. Because I want to be, you know, OJ's out. He was in, he was in prison for, <laughs> for stealing his own memorabilia from a place oh in Bay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Such an idiot. Just, well, the craziest part about confronting OJ Simpson, the podcast is I've never read the book, his quote-unquote fictional book about the crime. You're looking at me. You don't know about this. You are going to lose your mind. How many ep- – I'm going to I'm gonna finish it, like, this week. Yeah. I just haven't – It's not one of those that are like, oh, I'm dying to find out what happened. That's not yeah. the podcast it is. It's, it's not. Hey, this week I'm going to talk to Marsha Clark about where she feels like she went wrong in the case. Yeah. Or this week I'm going to... I don't think I even realized she talked to all of them. Oh, she does. It's okay. so okay. good. I'm going to listen to it and is, we're going to touch base She's on gone this. through so much and she, the way she handles each person that she talks to is actually really beautiful. Okay, so I'm excited. Yeah. So this is the tweet. And again, I don't know if this is real because I, I read through the comments and people were like, no, this is a different, because look, this is a different name. This is the real OJ32, whereas this is the OJ Simpson 32. So I don't know. I don't you know what? It, either way. He's so ridiculous. He, no, he, he wrote a, what he calls a fiction book. Now I'm going to have to find out the title of it, where he walks through the exact crime and, and says, oh, well, if I had killed Nicole and Ron, and he, he goes through this entire he had a ghostwriter who she also interviews on the podcast. It's fascinating, Abby, but he is the He's worst a human. He's a lunatic. He's a lunatic. Yeah. Okay, so I did it. I, I did, did it. it. That's <gasps> what it's called. 
Confessions of the Killer by O.J. Simpson. What psychopath? Is, is he just that, like, narcissistic? That yes. he's like, I 100%. want the attention I want? No, 100%. Holy yeah. Okay, so this is the tweet. Killed it on the golf course today. New Nike glove worked. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. So, if you, so obviously, the glove was tam- tampered with. You explain it. You're going to explain it better. Well, it, no, the glove is what killed the case. Yeah. Um, and, and if you watch the TV series, Marsha Clark didn't want to have him try it on. But the yeah. co-prosecutor, whose name is not coming to me right now, mm-hmm. he was the one that just thought he had this flash of brilliance to say, well, here, we're going to prove that you did it. Try on the glove. But mm-hmm. he had to put on a latex glove underneath. Um, so of course it, it wasn't going to fit. Of course. And, he, and it doesn't fit. And you hear Kim say, his fingers were bent. His fingers weren't even stretched out. He's purposely keeping them... Oh my gosh. Uh, nope. 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 Not Johnny Cochran. He was the other side. Oh yeah. Where is he? Where, Where why is isn't he? he there? Chris Dowden. Oh, That's yeah, his yeah. name. Chris yeah. Darden. Darden. I need to get my, my contact. <laughs> it's far away. I cannot even, I'm impressed you could see that yeah. far, honestly. So anyway, he, he proved, he basically quote unquote proves that it doesn't fit. And that's like Just what flipped the whole entire the case. Whole so, cause wasn't the other glove in his car? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like it's, it, it was, it's just it's like you've seen the jinx right oh yeah it's like money just can buy your way oh gosh out of, the right? jinx. you know what you know what it was and what struck me so much about watching this series was i actually turned to seth at, at the end and mm-hmm. i said i get why they were doing they were claiming he was innocent they were pro- proclaiming him innocent in order to avoid the same sort of riots that happened with rodney king like it, it was all it was mm-hmm. all a racial based verdict. It really was. Yeah. And he and, and um, Kim Goldman actually talks to a couple of the the jurors. OK. Like the one guy that like held his fist up. Like yeah. The black pride. Yeah, yeah. Right after it was read. She talks to him. It's anyway, it's really, really fascinating. And so well everyone done. go listen to this. Yeah. What is it called again? Confronting, Confronting OJ Simpson. Simpson. So is OJ on it? No. She tries. She's trying. <laughs> she but. calls his his lawyer. Yeah. That was one of the craziest episodes. <gasps> Listening to the lawyer. Okay, I'm really excited to yeah. listen to this. Keep going. Just keep awesome. going. Anyway. Okay, well. Um, what what are your other favorite true crime podcasts? Oh, <laughs> gather round, my dears, <laughs> and get a pen and pencil. Yeah. Um. Oh dear. Okay. There's so many. The well, cra- so we started out. Falling. Did I show you my favorite murder, or did you show me? No, a coworker mentioned, but right well, around I think the we same both time, where we both at the same uh-huh. time. We both love it, but also I think we've both expressed maybe we have found others we love lately. Yeah. Like, yeah. like my favorite murder is great. <laughs> I think. I love Crime Junkie. Oh, I love Crime Junkie. So Crime Junkie is like my favorite murder. Mm, two but, girls, but there's no comedy. It's just a strict retelling and of a short. crime. And like, shorter. Because mm-hmm. Karen and Georgia banter. They talk. They talk about lives. They do Correction Corner. All that. Whereas <laughs> Ashley Flowers and they just Britt, they it. just jump yeah. in. It's like yeah. a 30... 40 minute episode but i don't feel personally connected to them no, like no. i do karen and georgia no, exactly um wait what who would you be karen or georgia um i honestly don't relate to either of them okay probably more georgia i guess i, I like listening say you're to karen, karen more yeah i like actually i like yeah. listening to karen more yeah but for at the live show. Sorry, Karen, we love you. But Karen was not on her game. She like that forgot night. her papers. I felt bad. She for... just was, you could tell. She's like, I freaking hate Las Vegas. <laughs> Get me out of here yeah. immediately. Yeah. No. Um 
Okay. So Jeez. Crime Junkie, okay. my crime favorite Crime Junkie, murder. my favorite murder. Cold was one. We oh my gosh, Cold. Obsessed with. Forget about Every it. Every Wednesday, we'd text each other. And with Heather, we had that group message by like noon. Yeah. Have you listened? That was... I... That case. Okay. We can't even go into it. Speaking of royal dicks. <laughs> both of them. I... Josh and Stephen. Corn Bellies for work. And I swear to you, Becky, I, I don't know if I texted you. Yesterday was just kind of crazy. But I meant to text you. Well, first I texted you and I was like, Joel Maisel. I know. <laughs> so then I'm all, are you, are you segueing to Joe Maisel? Because <laughs> what's happening? No. Wait, is it Joe or Joel? Joel. Joel. Joel Maisel. Yeah. And then, no, no, no. But then this guy looked just like Josh Powell. And it was like, he was in some fake leather jacket with buttons. And I was like, that's what Gross. freaking Josh would wear. Yes. <laughs> but he's <laughs> not alive. So okay. yeah, I was gonna step say, off that. He's no longer with us. Yes. Um, okay, let's see. Up and Vanished. That's a good one. The first season I loved. Was that, was the first season Tara? Or? Uh-huh. Tara yeah, Grinstead. Grinstead, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I think Payne Lindsay did a really good yeah, job. Yeah, Payne Lindsay did that one. Um, I should just pull out my phone. Um, <laughs> Root of Evil. That, the one, yes. the, the Black Dahlia. The Black Dahlia. Yeah, hold please. Um, George Holden. Is that his name? Something like that. Did you watch the series on Net- on Hulu? No! I honestly it's kind of boring, but I'm gonna oh. look up the name of it because I don't know it. I don't know it wasn't great. Um, 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 oh, the clearing was really good. That's about Ed Edwards, the serial killer. It's his daughter who finds the daughter solves all of these crimes by putting together the weird behaviors of her father and how they would mm-hmm. move all around the country. And, and she's starting to realize this and... was a guy who they there's this crazy detective up in Montana mm-hmm. that thinks Ed Edwards is like. The man that's, he's the Black Dahlia, he killed John Zodiac Ramsey. Killer. The, Zo- the Zodiac Killer is the only one that I think could be him. Yeah. Anyway, you should listen to that. It's really, I've really actually listened to a couple episodes. Here's my thing. I download 20 at once and then I, like, whatever one latches me on yeah. first, right? Yeah. So I have all these ones downloaded that I need to go listen you to. You know what, though? But... Actually, I'm going to back up. You know what really got me into true crime, hmm. other than the local Utah cases? Serial season one. Oh, yeah. I think that really launched true crime across the across, board. That was yeah. the that was like the, the beginning. That was the godfather of serial podcast. Or of it, yeah, true crime podcast. of true crime podcast. Absolutely. So, what do you think? <clears throat> do you think he's guilty? Ah, yes. Really? I do. I. I however, let me admit it. After this long, I don't know. People. Just, do you think he's convinced himself that he didn't? Not. I don't. People are weird. I don't know. I, I do think it's weird. Um, what's the co, not co-conspirator, but I almost um, think he is. Uh, it's been so long since you I've know listened. who I'm talking about. Yes, though. Everyone the is friend his that name. like threw his, threw him under the bus. Yeah. I, here's what I do believe: he didn't get a fair trial, and he should be retried. Yeah. Absolutely, and I would love to be proved wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I don't feel strongly either way. Mm-hmm. I I think I lean more toward he did it after listening yeah. to it all the way through two times. But yeah. Tr- who is the friend? <laughs> so on the tip of my tongue. I'll figure That's it out. Bug me. I'm but yeah, serial, serial is. If you haven't listened to it, people will say, "Oh, I, I think I got to get into podcasts. What should I listen to?" Cereal. That's the first Did you listen thing. to S Town? Yeah, that was yeah. a really good one. Was that by the same people? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, just a lot of like twists and turns yep. in that podcast. I, it it started out something and became completely something different. Totally. 
know, you look through one. and it's like ghost stories, ghost stories and murder. All the podcasts that I listen to. And then I have like one self-help one. And then I have Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness because I love him. I love him. <laughs> I love him. Anyway. And the uh, Queer Eye guys. Yeah. Mm. Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> you, you knew. I just, mm, Anthony. <clears throat> Me, I was, I was texting the other day. I'm like, <laughs> if Jonathan Groff wasn't gay, I would run away with him. Yeah. You would be married to Anthony. If he wasn't Anthony. gay, I'd come over for dinner every night. It mm. just, it just He's be this delicious. <laughs> I, I actually really want to buy his cookbook. Yeah, me too. I'm it's interested. Out. It just came out. Why doesn't he tour here? His BFF Tan lives here. I know. Um, I can't like it. Has he paid to get his name off? Because this is his name is not coming off. Everyone well, else's. Oh, cereal. Is that yeah. what we're back on? I Sorry, can't remember. Anyway, um, what else do we need to talk about? Um. Okay, so what's your favorite Netflix series? Broad Church. Oh my what gosh, else? you guys. Gather round, children. <laughs> Let's do this again. Uh, okay, I personally, I love the Brits. The Brits do the best. Is it like, called British crime Procedurals? Drum. Yeah, British Procedural Crime okay. Shows. Yeah. So Broad Church, if you, I mean, if you are into British culture at all, mm-hmm. David Tennant is yeah. one of the greatest actors of our time. He's fantastic. So he's in it. Olivia Coleman from... The Crown season two. She's amazing. There was this time when <laughs> Karen and Georgia did like an Olivia Coleman corner. Do you remember this? Yes. When they were talking about her. She's, um, no, not season two. She's on the new Crown. Yeah. Anyway, she's fantastic. So Broadchurch. And then there's another series called Happy Valley, which okay. is. I feel like I've heard Karen bananas. and Georgia mention all of these. The Fall. Also British. That's, um, that's Gillian Anderson from The X-Files. It's her... It's another serial killer, and the serial killer is Christian Grey from the terrible whatever. <laughs> I was like, why is that guy so hot? Shades of Grey. Why is this serial killer so hot? Oh, it's Christian oh. Grey. Um, it's Wait, it's really unsettling. Speaking though. of that, I want to ask your opinion on this. So many people were so mad that Zac Efron was playing Ted Bundy Love. in the newest, right? Love, yeah. Love him. Sorry, <laughs> we just I was just listening to rewrite the stars with my girls. Um, I, I just watched Greatest Showman on the plane a couple weeks ago. Oh, mm-hmm. First 10 minutes, bawling my eyes out. It's fine. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, it's not, but it is. It's like, yeah, right? It's like, it's not, it's not the, Hamilton. The plot's not great. Yeah. But the dancing and the singing mm-hmm. the, is so fun. My two little girls play Zac Efron and Zendaya, Zendaya. all the time together. I love that. It's the funniest thing. Sissy, <laughs> you want to play Zac Efron and Zendaya and that we'll have to go on the rocket ship? I'm like, yes, Zac Efron and Zendaya. <laughs> So, um, Zendaya is so beautiful. Yeah, too. She's, she's way so taller than him. Yeah. How did they do that? My my friend Anne always says, I saw Zac Efron. He's like a pocket-sized human. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just like wrap him is up and put really? him in my pocket. Yeah, he's pretty short. I didn't know that. It's oh, fine. You know what, Zac back. Efron? We don't I'm care on board. about your height. I'm on board, buddy. <laughs> um, okay, so back to him. So many people were like, it's so messed up that he's playing Ted Bundy because it's romanticizing him. What no, do you think of he, that? No, he yeah. was a handsome man. Yeah. Minus the unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys. What was happening with the unibrow? Did yeah. you watch the confession, true confession yes, tapes yes. of he Ted had Bundy? the worst unibrow. But yeah. yeah. But he did have like. Charm. Dead eyes. Charm, Charm with dead eyes. Charm with dead eyes. Yeah. Dead eye 
Dead Eye Charm. Dead Eye Charm. That's a really good description. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually was so excited to see that film, mm-hmm. that Sundance film. And I, you know, it's so good. The whole oh. time I'm like, it's good and all, but I really just kind of wanted to see more of the murders. I know. There was never any of that. No, I think I think they took a very different approach. I haven't watched it again, and I probably wouldn't, but I thought it was really interesting that they touched on the fact, like, his home life. Like, oh, even it was his a fascinating was story. Tortured. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I would get so frustrated when people were like, that's romanticizing to that. Guys, not all no, scary he was a people sociopath. look like right. they're right. Know, hunched in a corner with, like, yeah. no, they're everywhere. Like, yeah. so I thought, I... I don't know. I guess I guess I really just need someone to make a film that shows how he did it, how he was able to... Have you seen the, the film Bundy? What? Oh, my gosh. It is... Wait, are you telling me this has already been made and I haven't seen it? I watched 10 minutes of it and had to turn it off. Oh! <gasps> It starts out with him, like, dragging a girl with a rope into the woods. I did watch it when I was, like, 14, though, so it was very traumatic. Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to have it's to It's, like, a very old <laughs> film. It's, like, maybe a $5,000 budget. Like, oh, it was bad. Oh, well. It was pretty bad. Let's just get Zac Efron to do, to like, do a it. whole feature yeah. film about it, because yeah. I think it would be Also, fascinating. Lily Collins was Gosh. lovely. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. He freaking jumped out of the, the window. window. I know. And ran and hid and at you guys it's just the it's and he like came back because he was starving to death and it's crazy yeah. did i tell you that my brother-in-law's brothers mm-hmm. sorry i hate when people do this no but my brother-in-law's brother john's best friends <laughs> god this sounds so bad i know a guy his name's john yeah. his best friend's sister disappeared and the last they saw her she was getting into a, a Volkswagen bug. bug and they they never found her but they know that yeah. she was a victim this was in Holiday. I wonder how many he really had. Gosh, I know. Also, how wild in Holiday. I mean, that's where I grew up. That's where that's we where grew I, up. That's basically where I live right now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Loved it. Yeah. What else can we talk about? This I is know. fun. Yeah, I know. This is... I'm so happy to have you here. Gosh. I'm like just thinking of our hair appointments. Like, what's our... Okay, we do have to talk about Hamilton a little. Okay, but can I just talk one more thing? Yes. So, we'll do Hamilton the Ed end Gein. to cheer, <laughs> like, our happy corner. Yeah. Um, Ed Gein. Ed Gein is the creepy oh guy gosh. that well, you know, that's, that's like the grave digger that yeah. took all the corpses and made made lampshades, made lampshades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh no, no, it wasn't that. It was the it was the corpse bride, one, the the guy that fell in love with that. Oh woman my gosh. And, yeah. Okay, guys, well, he kept her body for how many years? In like ten, like ten years in his house, and he like made a mask for her. He, you guys, it. This was one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. I'm telling, we're at a staff meeting at Spy Hop. Yeah. <laughs> I start, so I just start, oh my gosh, you have to hear about this corpse. And I start going and I just see these looks, these faces of my coworkers looking at me like, she's freaking crazy. And one coworker's like, stop talking about that. That's horrible. I'm like, I know it is, but it's fascinating. So... It's, it's really nice to, like, connect Have with me. you because I can just go well, on and didn't on. didn't I text you and be like, corpse bride? That's, like, all, that's all you said. If someone went through our text, they'd be like, this is nonsense. But we get it. Like, <laughs> um, have that, you? That was insane. Okay, Crime Junkie episode. And I feel like. I've listened to all of them. Yeah, so yeah. Israel Keys. Oh, my gosh. Does that case not scare you? Because it's Scares 100% random. to death. It's so scary. I know. And they actually say there was one, a missing person one that they were doing where they were saying last the week. last week last yeah week. that she the definitely Sarah's. i don't remember the names as well as you yeah. do i don't know but they were like it was around the same time like yeah. it probably was yeah um 
Okay, so paranormal stuff. <gasps> paranormal. So tell me, have you always liked paranormal stuff? Always. I mean, I feel like we're kind of a Halloween family. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my paranormal stuff. <laughs> I have a couple really good stories. I worked for Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a, a whole facility where the kids would come when they were sick. And they, yeah. you know, they'd, they'd make their wish. And we had this special wishing room that would light up and music would come on. And it was very magical. And yeah. um, there were a lot of kids that would actually be leaving primary children's on hospice and they would want to stop at the wishing place to, yeah. for one more time. It was a place that they loved. So um, we had weird things happen. I'd work late a lot because I was doing events. But, like, the elevators would open and close. The wishing room music would, would light up. That's, like, endearing, though. Kind totally. Of like- so one night I was working late, getting ready for the gala. Um, so my office was kind of down the hall. But if you walked up the hall and around, we had a tower where the wishing room was. Mm-hmm. Walked around the tower and then into like the the common room or the where where my wedding was yeah 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 um we had balloons tied to these metal stars in the okay. middle of these centerpieces on the table for a wish party yeah so i was working late one night just type typing away and i looked mm-hmm. up and there was a red balloon floating like three feet above the ground right in the doorway of my office okay, I just got chills. have i never told you this oh my gosh yeah no. and i looked up and i just said thank you <laughs> And I closed my computer down and I left. Um, so it, because it would have had to come untied, drift all the way around the tower, down the hall, and plant itself right in front of my well, door. And where's I was there alone. That's like a little kid's height yeah. holding it, which yeah. is is like precious but doesn't scare you any less. Yeah. You know no, I mean? I mean, it's still unsettling. Yeah. And it, it never felt scary. But unsettling. So we had a medium come. Oh, okay. And you talk to any us. Of this. I have no, oh my gosh, Abby. Yeah, we had a medium come and he um, said, Oh, the kids, they come here, like, especially after everyone's gone. They like to play here. This is mm-hmm. a happy place for them. They play in the elevator. They look at the kids on the wall that their wishes are waiting to be granted. Like, mm-hmm. this is just, it's a comfortable place for them. So, it never, again, it never felt scary yeah. or threatening. Um, so, I had left and he came again to talk to the staff and everyone, like, texted me right after and said apparently he said there there was a blonde woman that worked here and when she left a lot of the kids left with her what (laughs) i just got full body chills yeah yeah so they're like some of them left with you and right after that i'd gone to um to see a psychic in san francisco with my brother and i walked in and she goes did you lose a child i said no she goes there's a little girl with you that's so weird. You you sure you haven't? I'm like, I have not lost a child. Chills I didn't have again. any kids. Yeah. So. Wow. I've always been very aware of this stuff. And yeah. um, there have been times where I've woken up. Like one time when Seth and I were not quite married, but we were together. One night I woke up and a little girl with long blonde hair was standing right in front of my bed. Right next to my bed. Becky, you haven't told me any of this. And I screamed. And like backed away, it was scared. It totally startled me. So I talked to another psychic, and she said, "Just tell them to not startle you." I'm like, uh, "What does that mean?" She said, "Just, um, you know, at night, just say, hey, you know, if you're here, okay, but please don't startle me." So I did. I started saying that. Do you that. still do that? 
I, I haven't had an experience since that one. Well, Thank goodness. I mean, I've seen lobsters crawling across ceilings in my dreams. Same. I have a lot of lizard yeah. dreams. <laughs> the other spiders. night, a, a praying mantis was poached on my pillow. <laughs> I also have had dreams. I oh, This is the weirdest thing. I had this like dream that the Kardashians, who I don't even like, like the Kardashians, yeah, right? Yeah. But that their exotic pet collection decided to post up in my house. So there were anacondas. There I'm were... sorry, they have a, an exotic pet collection. No, they oh, don't. They don't. Oh, in, okay. my, in my dreams, they do. It was so bizarre. Is our family crazy dreamers too, or just us? Uh, my mom dreams a lot. I know she has very vivid dreams. Interesting. So, so that was my Make a Wish ghost story okay. stuff. But well, so that kind of interests me though because. I mean, I think you're going to tell the story next, but in your house, that has to do with children, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we moved into a, a house. It's been, ooh, three, three years? Three years. I love your house, yeah. by the way. It's so cool. It's the best house. Um, never felt scared in my house. Yeah. Um, people that walk into it say, this house is special. Like, it just has a really good feeling. Mm-hmm. It's in um, a beautiful neighborhood. Beautiful you have neighborhood. You beautiful yard, everything. trees everywhere. And you set the scene, what it's like. Uh, it's just a, it's a 1950s modern looking home in Mill Creek, but it has um, trees everywhere. Like if you're in my front room, which has floor to window ceilings facing the circle, you can, it, you just see trees. Mm-hmm. It, it's like I live in the canyon, mm-hmm. but I don't. It's a beautiful home. We moved in when my youngest was mm, a year and a few months mm-hmm. um, and Millie was four. We, uh, it has lots of different levels. So there's like four full levels yeah. in my house. It's really interesting. So the, when you walk in the master bedrooms up five stairs from the main level and the master bedroom, bath, closet, and then there's like a little side room that should be just an office. But when mm-hmm. we moved in, because Matilda was still little, we put her in that room. Yeah. Um, and then Millie was down on the fourth level, which sounds super far away, but it's really not. It's not, <laughs> though. The way your house is laid up, it's really yeah. not. So Millie was down in the, in the basement. Okay. Um, so... When Matilda was, it was about a year after we moved in, mm-hmm. um, Matilda was waking up a lot at night crying, and I'd go in and rock her, and I'd put and her back And sorry, had you moved her downstairs No, then? this is still upstairs okay, in, that, okay. in that room right by ours. Um, so one time, you know, I went in and put her back to sleep, just dozed off. She woke up again. Seth went in, put her back to sleep, just dozed off, went in again. The fifth time, Seth, like, storms out of bed, and he goes in, and he says, Matilda... He's rocking her. He says, you have to go to sleep. You can't keep waking up. And she said, but daddy, I can't go to sleep. And he said, well, why? She said, there's kids playing in my room. There's one right there and pointed to the corner of the room. And there's one right there and pointed above her crib. And Seth's a total skeptic, but he said the hairs on the back of his neck just stood up. And he said, well, are they nice? And she said, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. So he puts her back to sleep and he comes in and he crawls in with me and he had to be up early. And I said, why don't you sleep downstairs? I'll just deal with it and I'll get up with her. And he goes, I don't want to go downstairs. <laughs> Matilda just said the creepiest thing. I'm like, what? Tell me. He said, I'm not going to tell you. It's so creepy. So anyway, she started talking about these kids playing in her room a lot. Yeah. And I'd be rocking her at night and she'd say, will you please, mom, will you tell the kids not to play in my room tonight? I'm tired and I want to sleep. So I'd be rocking her and I'd say, okay, similar to what the psychic yeah. told me. Okay, kids, if you want to play, go somewhere else. Don't play in Matilda's room. She really wants to sleep tonight. So it was this whole ordeal. And she'd wake up and she talked about the kids all the time to the point where we finally just moved her downstairs to with her sister. And we haven't had a real issue since, mm-hmm. except 
This is the best story. This story. So Matilda's had a bunny. She was at, she was due on Easter Sunday, so I put together an Easter basket for her. She yep. has a bunny, a little jelly cat bunny that are super soft. Now it's like the rattiest thing you've ever seen. It's <laughs> Have amazing. Have you like sewn the arms? We've sewn back the arms on. back on. Like, yeah. Doesn't also I love this story. Didn't you get her like a doll, like a real doll or something yeah. for Christmas? And she just uses the clothes she, on the bunny. <laughs> she does. She just dresses the ratty bunny. It, that's her baby. So I love it. Um, and it mews for some reason. It, mew, 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 oh, it mew, does. That's what that's what the. <laughs> That's how she, how the bunny talks for Matilda. Oh. Anyways, um, so one night, you know, as in most nights, we're looking everywhere for the damn bunny. Yeah. Because she can't go to sleep. We're looking everywhere. We're with flashlights. We're out in our yard. Oh my we're gosh. going through every cabinet. The damn bunny is nowhere, nowhere to be found. So we say, Tilda, you're just going to have to go to sleep. If we find it, we'll bring it down to you. After she cried for a bit, she was fine with it. She went to sleep. So I went to bed, and I was reading in bed for like a good hour before bed. Now, Mm -hmm. let me also set this. I'm very particular about the way I sleep. So I have to like fully pull my covers back a certain way, take the decorative pillows off, put my pillows in Mm -hmm. like a nest perfectly around my body the way I like to sleep. Okay? You're doing the same? Yeah. Okay. So I'm laying in bed, and I flip my pillow over a million times at night to like keep it cold. Mm -hmm. So one night... I hear Matilda crying. And so she would cry and she'd come up the four different yeah. floors, steps up to the room. And we could hear her feet on the hardwood floor. And she's coming up into the room. And so I hear her crying, which was not abnormal for this time, this phase. So I hop up and I run to our door and I open it up and it stops. So I thought, well, that's weird. I probably was just half asleep and I was dreaming that I heard her. So I close the door. I get back in bed, but I felt very unsettled. Mm-hmm. Because I could have sworn I heard her, but it sounded kind of echoey, like yeah. she'd wandered off onto the other side of the house in the sunroom. Like, But again, I just thought for sure that I had heard it in my sleep. So yeah. I it took me a while to kind of calm down, but I went back to sleep. And within 20 minutes, 15 minutes of falling asleep, I turned my head. I rolled over on my pillow and my head dropped right onto the bunny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's chills. I've heard the story maybe 10 yeah. times and every single that, time that I you guys, it. that bunny was not no in my bed. It was not in my bed. And not only was it not in my bed, I rolled right my face rolled right onto the bunny and I remember like half waking up and pulling it out and looking at the bunny and just thinking, "What?" And I put it down on the floor and just <laughs> went back to sleep. You're like, what do I do with this? Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. So maybe. Have you had anything happen since then? That was the last. Mm-mm. That is so scary. Have you looked up like the history of your house? Yeah. I mean, I know previous owners, their kids were grown when they lived there. And then the mm-hmm. family before, I mean, they had a house full of kids, but like nothing Nothing happened. tragic. No. But that is old pioneer land. So maybe it's, it's yeah. land something. Yeah. But. I mean, and I think land is haunted, but I also don't. I don't know if specifically, like, things, like, ghosts don't have to stay exactly where they are. I don't understand. I don't don't know. We don't know. We don't know. No. But you telling me those Make-A-Wish stories, it kind of makes me wonder if it has anything to do with that, too, though. If it's, like, kids, what with you? You know what I I mean? I I guess I don't believe necessarily in, like, vengeful haunting, necessarily. Mm -hmm. But I do, I guess I would believe that there's another, I don't I almost say, like, dimension. Dimension. I guess that's a good way to put it. I have felt the presence. I've got another really cool story, but we're running out of time, so you'll just have to bring me back on. Okay. You know you're going to be on all the Um, time. Yeah. I've had just some really cool experiences. They're not always scary. Yeah. Um, Well, even 
We'll talk about this after. Yeah. We can cut that out. Sorry, yeah. Brad. Cut this out, Brad. <laughs> cut it. Stay bad. What did Brad. <laughs> what? Cut it out. What was the <laughs> horrible full house? This is an age thing. You're not going to get that reference. For all of you mid to late 30s people, cut it out from full house. That's de- you, do you know what I'm talking about? Brad's nodding. Thanks, Brad. Um, yeah. So Amazing. Okay, okay. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. You Mont- came with some amazing stories. Well, you wanted to talk about Hamilton? What do you What do you want to talk about? Just how it's the greatest musical ever yeah. written? Yeah, I guess that's all there is to say, <laughs> right? Like, um, yeah, it's amazing. Have you listened? So you've listened, listened through the, the whole thing. thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Did you cry? Yeah, I love it. It's so good. It's so good. I've, so I've just been done. listening to it like on repeat, basically. Yeah. So if you listen to this episode and you're scared and need something to make let, you not scared, well, okay. What? Since what? the picture. Which oh. I'm going to talk about in my next episode. But since that has, like, kind of ruined my life, right? Like, I haven't slept in two weeks, probably. <laughs> it hasn't scared me enough that I haven't slept. But I, I, I've told it so many times, though, and I, like, keep finding myself just looking at it. Oh, I, lo- I show people all the time. I showed my friend Steve. He He's in town, and he stopped by today. And I was like, can I show you the creepiest oh, picture in the gosh, world? the arm. Anyways, anyways, that will come in my next episode. But since that, I've yeah. been, like... I've needed something to help me go to sleep, right? So yeah. I've been listening to Hamilton. Hamilton it's the is best so good. Pick me up. It is so good. It really is. The first time I listened all the way through, I was like, okay. At first, I didn't get it. Like, who's that guy? Oh, that's King George. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Or, um, I feel like I've learned a lot from it. Oh my gosh, it's so, so how good. I've been like researching it. So how much of it is accurate? Like, it's pretty accurate, right? I'm I think sure it's pretty damn accurate. Yeah, it's based. I think he based it um, largely off the huge um, biography of Hamilton by yeah. Ron Chernow. Yeah, it's yeah so good. That's what I read. It's so um, good. And I don't know. Like, I even went back and watched the first time Lynn performed the song like in the white house oh my gosh i've just been deep diving oh deep dive there's one that when obama was about to leave office he goes in and he sings one last time that's the song that washington's yeah one last time i i just cry (laughs) (laughs) but i just remember um i've always been a history buff but not as much about u.s history yeah but i thought wait what the vice president shot wait what yeah they had a duel yeah i didn't what? know any of this yeah it's it's crazy it's been really interesting and, and so i also thought it was like like I, I read an interview with lynn and it was what line was it he was like hamilton was like i wished there was a war when i lived in the caribbean or do you know what line i'm talking about uh and he was like what's more hip-hop than that of course i had to write like a rap as album a kid started, in the caribbean yeah. i wished for a war, war. yes <laughs> So I just love, I don't know, it's awesome. And I, it was going to be an album and then he turned it into a musical. So good. So amazing. I love. Thank you. Here's a funny thing. I love Lin-Manuel, but the man Mm -hmm. really can't sing. You know what? Come at me. Anyone that wants to fight me on this, I will fight you. I think he is a national treasure, but the man really cannot sing. Well, can now that I know that's your opinion, because I was not going to let you know this before, but (laughs) Britain goes in that Kermit the Frog sounding guy. Yeah, I know. Like Seth gets mad. Why did he have to cast himself? I'm like, because he's brilliant. Yeah. And he raps beautifully yeah. and he can the hold a tune. The guy who plays Aaron Burr, though. Leslie, Leslie Odom, Odom. His Get voice. out of town. I know. Oh, my gosh. Also, I love how just like sassy Jonathan Groff is. I, I love so all good. the Skylar sisters. I thought that was so cool how Peggy also plays Mariah Reynolds. Yep. I don't know. It's amazing. They all they all double character. Not all. Not, the main not people. The main, well, so. Not Burr and Hamilton. Not Burr and Hamilton. Does Angelica? No. 
Okay. The, no. And Eliza. Ange- Angelica and Eliza. So those don't. Yeah. four. But don't. Peggy. Yeah. And like But gosh, Lafayette. the guy that plays Lafayette and Jefferson in the mm-hmm. original cast is so good. Did you see it? You didn't see it, the original I cast, wish, right? You need to tell your story because, okay, you're going to think I'm so creepy. But seriously, deep diving Hamilton, I'm like, wait, now I need to go see Becky's, like, reaction when she actually first saw it. So I, like, oh went gosh. to your Facebook, typed in Hamilton. <laughs> you you on the tracks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I went to the stage door after because I'd been waiting so yeah. long and obsessing so long over this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met the cast and then... I went to get on tracks to go back up to the U where my car was parked. Yeah. And it was kind of a seedy stop that yeah. I was the only girl there. There were a few homeless people. I just, wasn't um, I just didn't feel super safe. And, and it was late. It was late. And here, up walks Aaron Burr. And I was like, oh, thank gosh. Yeah, I just said yeah. thank gosh because I didn't want to swear in your podcast. Okay. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> thank gosh. I love it. You really just I, reeled it in. I reeled it in. <laughs> I I have to as a mother yeah. reel it in. Yeah, you have practice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just ended up talking to him and sitting with him. And he is was super duper weird. Oh, <laughs> he was. He was super. He was. He was a kind of weird guy, and the way he played it was like so a weird different theater than Odom. Guy? Yeah, or like a weird guy. Um, no, it was so, it was so great. Yeah. That's awesome. I just, um, yeah. It's last, great. If you haven't listened, you guys listen. Go listen. Don't wait. Like I did. I feel like I've been missing out. Don't wait or you miss out when they yeah. come to town and you're like, Ooh, Hamilton. Was it hard to get that. tickets though? Oh my gosh. It was so hard. Yeah. I got really lucky. That's yeah. Okay. Awesome. One more thing. What? You have a podcast coming out. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> tell us about it. Um, well, we think we do. So, you do. It's going to be um, here. It's me and my two sister-in-laws. Um, we just, when we get together, we <laughs> we just talk really super candidly about parenthood and being moms and how hard it is. And there have been so many times when we've said to each other, like, are we missing something? Because the way people talk about being moms, like, are we just weird? Do we not are we just not great moms? Like, I don't understand what's happening because we would talk so frankly about yeah. how hard it is yeah. and how much it totally blows some days and how mm-hmm. much it's wonderful others, but mostly how it's just really freaking hard. Yeah. So your sister, Jenna, actually was listening to us talk one night and she said, this is so refreshing. Like, why don't people yeah. talk about motherhood this way? I thought I was the only one that felt this way, but you clearly I'm not because listen to <laughs> yeah. you three. So we just have a really good dynamic. Well, and you guys are funny. We are pretty funny. You're funny to be around. I, we need another. I remember when we did Indian food girls yeah. night. I, you, I get a kick out of you. Guys. Oh, my gosh. You were there when you saw Catherine reenact the earthquake in the beauty school. Weren't you there? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, we have a good vibe. So anyway, it's called Smotherhood. Um, We've been recording for a long time. And now I think I might have our good friend Brad here help me do some editing because it needs to happen. So but if you're offended by language, if you really just love being a mom and you don't have a lot of qualms, it's not the show for you. But if you're trying to balance it all and um, you need a little humor and a little insight. And then this is the podcast podcast for for you. And hopefully it'll make you laugh. So. Yeah. I've set a hard deadline. I'm not even a mom, and I can't wait to listen. Well, I've re-listened to them, and I realize that I probably think I'm funnier than I actually am, but I literally have cried laughing so hard at some of the stuff that we talk okay, about. but I feel like I cry laugh with you all the time. We, yeah. like, I don't think I've laughed as much with anyone on the podcast as we have in this episode. Oh, 
Yeah. Most excellent. <laughs> so well, I'm so excited for it to come out. So yeah. I'll link to that. I'll be, when when it's coming out, I'll post about it and send guys. I was going to say, don't link to that now because no. I don't have a thing for no, it. No, no, no. But I'll, <laughs> as it's going, I'll but be we'll like, get it. we'll out. get yeah. it. I, we're, we're close. I Honestly, getting it edited is our biggest. They say that good things take time. <laughs> <laughs> is that a like, current song? I don't know what that song is. High School is. Musical. Oh, we yeah. watched that for the first time on the way to the ranch. You've never watched? No. No, wrong age. No, 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 no. Never seen it until Labor Day. Oh, yeah. It is the different age. It's a different age. Millie likes the... Different age of Zach. He has really weird hair. That was how it was back then, It was. I know. I thought I would, like, look at, like, yeah, watch Zach at Fron. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. He's got amazing hair, though. He's now... You know what? Britain takes his... I'm like, take this haircut to Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) He's just amazing, okay? We just love Zach. Anyway. um, Zach, come be on the podcast. Smotherhood and make a masking and murder. Zach, you don't have kids, but you can be on Smotherhood. (laughs) At least we that we know of. Anyway, this has been fun. (laughs) I love you. I love you too. I'm so excited for your podcast. It's going to be well worth the wait. And it hasn't been that long, especially because you have episodes out, like recorded. You just need to get them edited. It sounds like you have a ton, though. Yeah, we'll have, we have seven recorded, (laughs) seven recorded episodes. So Um, are you going to do like seasons or just, you'll just see. I I think we'll just do what you're doing and release one a week. And at least we have a backlog for a while. So we can. Until you run out of it and have to record three in one day like me today. we have thousands of listeners, we can totally. I said to my sister-in-laws, can we get this thing going? Because I really need a European tour. (laughs) (laughs) We should tour together. We should. I'd love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. We better wrap this up. Yep. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. I love you. You're my favorite. Okay. Have a good week, guys. We'll see you next week. This episode of Makeup, Masking, and Murder is written and brought to you by me, Abby Hill, with special thanks to our amazing production manager, Brad Newfeld. Our theme song and music is written by David Evanhoff, owner of David Evanhoff Sound Designs, vocals by the amazing Emily Starr and David Evanhoff. Thank you to everyone who's made this possible, and we will see you guys next week.